Coming up on the show, he has a podcast now. This is the Rancast, and you're listening to Randy's Frog Cave. Are you a slave to the cave? My regular guest, Randy, is working on his own show. It's a great way for him to tell us about all the things he likes and all the things he dislikes. And the last thing I like to do is take off my shirt on airplanes, and I like to dare them to arrest me, because you know what? That is not against the law. You can, you can take off your shirt on an airplane. That's not a thing they can do about it. The best part? His podcast editor quit, and we have the raw audio. Because in this world, there's love, there's sex, and there's women willing to do anything. Eric, if you could echo anything, three, two, one, and women willing to do anything. Stay with us. My heart is beating. Test, test, test. Cheese and rice, cheese and rice. Okay, Eric, when I give you the motion, I want you to play the crickets and frog sound that I got offline, okay? Or just anything spooky that's free online, okay? Also, if you can find Genesis, we can dance. I'd appreciate if you could play that in the middle here. Three, two, one. You're listening... Take that again, Eric. Take that out. Three, two, one. You're listening to Randy's Frog Cave. This is a podcast where anything goes. Because you're in Randy's world now. Is the sky blue in Randy's world? Maybe. Do birds chase after cats in Randy's world? I don't know. Can men go up to women and tell it like it is in Randy's world? Yeah, they can. Your breasts be kicking. I want to suck on your hairy knickknack. Oh, <clears throat> Eric, echo on knickknack if you could. I want to suck on your hairy knickknack. Three, two, one. This is Randy's Frog Cave. This is where the genius of Randy, this is where Randy's genius can get his own podcast, which you're now listening to. Because you're in a different world in this cave. There's no light in this cave. This is just Randy's reality. Okay. So I insist that you close your eyes for the entirety of this podcast and you sit on your couch and you pour yourself some ch chilled red wine and you close your eyes and you see the world as Randy sees it. Because in this world there's love, there's sex, and there's women willing to do anything. Eric, if you could echo anything, three, two, one, and women willing to do anything through Randy's prism. This is the Rancast, and you're listening to Randy's Frog Cave. Are you a slave to the cave? Okay, Eric, if you could play typewriters clicking away like a newsroom right here, it'd be really cool. And then make this part really loud. Randy's Roundup. Topic one. And then in insert the, the, the sound of a thought bubble here. Why, oh, why is Randy not in charge of why, oh, why? See, this is something that Randy's been thinking about recently. The show Why, oh, why has been on the air for a few months now, and it's run by Andrea. Uh, the show is okay. The show has to do with romance among 20-somethings and 30-somethings. But as far as reality-based, as far as it appealing to men outside of New York City, I think it's a total disaster. And the fact that it's hit 
the success that has hit so far, I think, has to do with me being on the show and talking about how life is in the real world. So that's one of the things I want to talk about tonight. I'd also like to now thank, or I should say not thank, 321. I'd like to now not thank Andrea for sending me 321. I'd like to now not thank Andrea for not sending me $15 for the in-house bank at the Nuthouse. I don't know if you guys heard the last show. I suffered what is called uh, scientifically a breakdown. And what happened was uh, I was at the beach at the Frog Cave. This is what the show is named after. And I ended up, I suffered a brownout and I ended up running on the beach and was tackled by two Ocean City, Maryland lifeguards. So I went to, I, I talked to my aunt who's, who's, um, has a lot of money and she put me in a very expensive born again nut house. So I called up Andrea one day, which I was not allowed to do. I took a huge risk by doing this and I was talking to her and I said, listen, um, I need some money for the, uh, for the food situation here, because what they do is they serve Reese's peanut butter cups and a lot of cool stuff uh, beyond the healthy crap that they served in the cafeteria. And I said, you need to send me this stuff. And I also needed money for some other things. Like I went four weeks without any sheet music for my skin flute. And, oh, Eric, if you could insert the sound of a flute after I say skin flute, um, the high-pitched kind, the uh, picadillo. Three, two, one. So I was a few, I was, I was three, two, one. I went four weeks without sheet music for my skin flute and J-Off mags and uh, barbecue dipsy doodles, which I've been eating since I was 10. And the fact that Andrea wouldn't send me 10 to $15, I think, um, I have to say it really kind of shocked me. The fact that I've made her show and um, made her what she sort of is right now. And the fact that she went and sent me $10 to get uh, Dipsy Doodles and Mountain Dew uh, hurt me greatly. But she later apologized, and um, she later said I could come on and do my own podcast, which is fine. But I do have to say it was a crazy time. Uh, some background. I was tackled to the ground um, by two crazed lifeguards in Ocean City, Maryland, and they claimed that I was acting unpredictable and that I was screaming about shellfish. Um, I wasn't screaming about shellfish. I was screaming about someone I knew who had crabs. And that person was actually my roommate, Marissa, who was a marketing engineer or marketing major at GW. And um, she told me she had crabs. But anyway, I did suffer a breakdown. I was running along the beach. I wasn't bothering a soul. It was nine o'clock or so at night and I was tackled to the ground and people were on the boardwalk and they were witnessing this happening to me and they were throwing fudge at me and saltwater taffy pieces according to friends who later uh, told me about it and i ended up in the nut house but i'm out now and i'm feeling good got my own podcast and um here i am three two uh, hey eric can you play um highway to hell by acdc at that point three two one so i used to jay off in the nut house's library and I'm going at it one day, and I look to my left, and I see a book called Everything in Moderation. And Eric, sound of a slide whistle or something, three, two, one. And I thought, Everything in Moderation, well, you don't know Randy's J-off habit, because Randy likes to do it a few times a day. Eric, insert sound of a balloon, Eric, 
coming out of the three, two, one. So I was in the um, nut house and I was thinking about this podcast and what I can do and how I can improve Andrea's show. And I have a ton of ideas. Wait, I'm going to get to some today. I have a guest coming in later today, but um, it's an exciting show. I'm glad you're here. So sit back, relax in your underwear, on your couch, preferably turn off the TV, get yourself some chilled red wine and just float off into Randy world. Okay. So this section is called Randy's Rants. And Eric, I want you to insert like Randy's Rants, like you would a professional wrestling announcer. Three, two, one. So Randy's Rants have to do with things that Randy hates and things that Randy loves. And here are some things that I hate. Um, I hate dudes who wink when they tell a joke. Just tell the damn joke, right? So I'm like when I'm when I tell a joke, like I told a joke at the beach this summer, and I think I told Andrea about it. I told my female roommate, and it was just a joke, how clitoris in Greek translates to the devil's raspberry. And she got very offended. And what I did when I tell that joke, and when I tell all my jokes, is I tell it straight. Like, you don't know if Randy's telling a joke or if he's just telling it straight. What I hate is when someone tells a joke and they sort of wink at you like laugh, right? Like if I were to say a joke, either they laugh, they're going to find it funny or they're not going to find it. Usually they find it funny, but sometimes they don't find it funny. So that's one of my things that I hate. Now, I also hate fancy silverware. And I hate women who have to make an issue out of everything. Okay. So there was this case a few years back where I slightly bumped into a woman and you would have thought that I had killed her firstborn. The way she was acting and the accusations that she was talking about that I had an erection and I was, I was pumping into her and she was coming back into me. The fact of the matter is I did have an erection, but she had the train stopped quickly and she fell back into me. Now, I did not grab her around the waist. I was grabbing for the first thing that I felt because I didn't want to fall down. Because if you fall down in an erection, you can actually physically, seriously, this is true, break your penis. And I didn't want to do that. So women who make an issue out of everything is, is a pet peeve of mine. Another pet peeve are stinky candles that smell like girl. I don't know if you guys have been to um, the mall, to uh, any of those stores that have um, really cool candles. But a lot of them really just stink like girl. And um, Randy doesn't really like that that much either. Another thing Randy doesn't like is homeless guys who are too needy. Um, when you walk by a homeless guy and they just have that look on their face like, please give me something. And in my viewpoint, they shouldn't, they should be working anyway. But if you're going to beg, you got to have some skills. Okay. So if you come on a subway and you ask for money, can you give me something for that money? Can you give me a little shake, a little dance? Can you give me something for my 10 cents that I'm about to give you? Also, if you could hand me a box so I don't have to put the, the 10 cents on your hand, I'd appreciate it. Uh, I hate rap sketches. I don't find them funny. I, I, would, I would rather not listen to rap anyway, but all that crap comedy that comes between rap sketches I'd rather do without. And finally, the thing I hate the most is Tori Amos. I think she is the devil. Uh, she has red hair, and her songs are very female-oriented, 
and she always sits sideways on the piano seat, which I think is inappropriate for a chick. So here are things I do like. I like cinnamon on my steak. Um, I knew a black guy in New Orleans called Shizbat, and he used to live off of Bourbon Street, and he would put cinnamon on a steak. He, he called it spicing my beef. I don't know where he got this idea. It might have been an African thing. But I, ever since, whenever I go to Ruth Chris's steakhouse, I always put ask for cinnamon. They look at me like I'm crazy. But I got to tell you, if you haven't had this, you got to. Okay. I also like taking off my shoes and walking across plush rugs in private homes. Here's the thing that I liked. Eric, if you could put emphasis on homes, um, maybe an echo or something, three, two, one. Taking off my shoes. Here's three, two, one. Here are things that, three, two, one. Here's another thing that I like to do. I like to take off my shoes and walk across plush rugs in private homes. What I like to do is I like to visit homes that are on sale. And I like to check it out and see what their CD collection is like, see what they have, see what they don't have. I like to check out their, the cleanliness of their bathroom, see how clean their toilet is, see what their bathrooms are like. Sometimes I'll look for sex toys in their bedrooms or lotion or lubricant or other type of things. But what I like to do is I always step away from the group, go into a room, take off my shoes, and just walk across that rug. Because that rug has stories, and um, I like the feel of it on my feet. Another thing I like are girls who have a tattoo on their necks of cartoon characters like Tweety Bird. All right, here's a story. When I was living in New Orleans, I met this woman named Betsy or Betts or something like that. And she said to me, Are you a dirty little kitty cat? And I said, I guess so. I'm not sure why. And she said, Tweety Alfway to kitty cats. So then we had sex. And the last thing I like to do is take off my shirt on airplanes and I like to dare them to arrest me. Because you know what? That is not against the law. You can, you can take off your shirt on an airplane. There's not a thing they can do about it. All right, a few weeks ago, I was talking about what's up with app, and those were some apps that I invented, and I was telling about Andrea doing it, three, two, one, Eric, um, get rid of that part, three, two, one, and I was telling Andrea about some of the apps that I liked, and here are some of them, bar none, bar all, and this was an app where if you're in a bar and you have nothing to talk about with a woman, you, you, you dial up this app, bar none, bar all, and it gives you uh, instructions on cool things to impress women, like whether it's yo-yo tricks or magic tricks. You type in the type of woman it is, how young they are, uh, how hot the Betty is, and then it'll show you step-by-step instructions on how to impress them through yo-yo tricks and magic tricks. Another one was called Safe Sit, in which if you're next to a, minor- a minority on a subway, uh, a black or a Mexican, and you're afraid for your life or you're afraid that they're going to steal your money, you take a photo of them and you quickly upload it. And what it does is this app would recognize facial features and it would tell you if they are a, um, a criminal or not. That one's called Safe Sit. And it doesn't have to be blacks. It can be whites with a lot of tattoos and uh, skull jewelry or whatever. Uh, the third one I was talking about was called Public Bush. And that one is, is based off of um, what does a girl's bush look like based just off of their eyebrows and their underarm. And um, I always consider underarm... Uh, stubble, like a bootleg bush, like um, not quite the bush, but it's going to be the same color as a bush. And you can sort of tell what uh, the color will be. So this one is you take a photo of the underarm and then you upload it to the site and guys who dig bushes can go up there and uh, see these bushes for free. And it's not a voyeur because you take it's legal. It is t- legal to take shots of underarms. 
and um, you can go through and if you like brown hair, you know, uh, blonde hair, red hair, uh, what have you, you can just go through there. Anyway, here are a few more that I've um, come up with. I've recently joined OkCupid, and this 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 app three two one. I've recently joined OkCupid, and this app is called OkCupid Plus. And I'm going to talk to the people at OkCupid about this. On OkCupid, I don't know if you're familiar with this. Most of the women are hideous. They're very ugly, and um, they tend to be very fat. Um, I once saw a midget on OkCupid, or a dwarf. And I once saw a fatso with one leg, which I suppose helped keep her weight down. But she was atrocious looking. So what this app would do was it would plug directly into your OkCupid account, which already exists, and then it would weed out all of the uglies. And then it would contact everyone on OkCupid who's similar and who's hot. And then they would send them an automatic email message. I saw you on OkCupid. I think you're hot please get in touch. And it would do this automatically. So you could go about your day. You can go to the gym. You can go home. You can make your hot dogs, whatever you make for dinner. And it does it for you. It's like having a robot who lives with you at home. Um, so that's futuristic. And that's called OkCupid+. Plus. Uh, the next one is called Rotsa Ruck. And that one is, I find it funny when um, English is translated into English. If, now, if you don't know what English is, it's... Um, it's a way that Chinese people talk. Um, they have trouble pronouncing their L's. So instead of lollipop, they would say something like pop, Or instead of llama, it would be arama. So, Eric, if you could put a sound of a gong in here. Um, three, two, one. Okay, so if you had any, if you had any word um, like love, it's like, okay, I love lollipops. Uh, Lucy loves lollipop. It would be, and it, you would plug it straight in, and then a voice would come out of your phone that says, I love a lollipops. And that is, you could play that for women in bars. You could play it for your coworkers, your younger cousins. It's a lot of fun, and it's, it's really easy to do. Okay, the last one's called Ball Busters. And this one has to do with my favorite hobby, which is making crank calls. And the problem with crank calls is in the, in the age of um, cell phones is that everyone knows your number, right? Okay. So this app will change your voice and change your number. So if you were to call someone and you wanted to play a prank on them, you know, like you call up a, a pharmacy and said, and say like, I want to talk to genitales, please. And they say, who? And you say genitales. And that can go on and on. And it's fun. Uh, to keep going on and on. But this way, it'll change your number. It'll change it to like the, either the local library, the local police station. It'll also change your voice, right? So you know that crippled dude um, into science? He, he, he studies the stars. Um, Tony Hawk, Stephen Ho Steve Hawk. So it would sound like this. I, I'd like to talk with Janet Dales, please. Okay, so then it would have... It would talk like that, and then it would also have a fake number. So as far as you doing crank calls, everything would be taken care of. Eric, at this point, if you could play um, something by Mozart, I'd appreciate it. Something that would segue into this, into this last segment. Three, two, one. This last section is called the final word, and I, I like to get serious here for a second. Um, we've been having a ton of fun, but 
there's something serious I want to discuss, and I want to discuss the racial racial situation. Three, two, one. I wanted to, to three, two, one. I want to discuss the racial situation across the country, because there's been a lot of hostility between the police and different ethnic factions recently. I'm I'm sort of a news hound, and I, I've noticed a lot that the blacks seem very angry at the whites, and I want to put in my two cents here. And I think what it comes down to is just one thing. And that's just be cool, yo. Because cops, and I've known a lot of cops, cops are your buds. You know who aren't your buds? Lifeguards aren't your buds. But cops put it all on the line for you. So if a cop comes up to you and you're shopping at Nordstrom's or something, and this cop says, yo, hey, let me see your ID. Just give it to him, all right? All right. So, and if you're, if you just say you're in a Baptist church or something, and a cop says, "Get down on the floor. I want to frisk you." Just do it, right? Because the guy's a cop. He represents the law. So, if this dude asks you for your ID, just give it to him. Just be cool, yo. If you're in a car that you own and it's after dark and you're driving home from work and you're exhausted and you're thinking about what to buy the kids grocery-wise, but the cops doesn't like the look of you, just pull the hell over. Okay, because it ain't race, it's grace. And that's my final word. And Eric, put in a sound of a lightning bolt here. So that's it. That's the first issue of Frog Cave. Now joining me on the line is Randy. Hey, how's it going? Hello, Andrea. So what went wrong with your producer? Why did you send me the raw audio? Well, what happened, I, I, this guy was a real idiot. Um, he had some family problems that he had to go take care of. But beyond that, he didn't really get the style of what I wanted to do. And he just didn't have my comedic sensibility. Uh, he didn't have my comedic IQ. So I think you he do. got frightened and took off. So that's why when you hear, like, I, I try to create when, when, I, when I perform. Yeah, okay, go um, on. I try to create um, a real sense of mood, and um, by doing that, I was giving him instructions. You know, it's like operating a cockpit. Like I'm always telling him what to do, and uh, unfortunately, he didn't have time to insert all the special effects. So it, it's raw at this point. But I, I think listeners will still get the idea. Yes, we all got the idea. Okay. So now I need we need got to figure out what to do with the rest of the hour, and I thought that this could be a chance for me to highlight your musical sensibility on YOY. But before we get to that, did you wire me the money I asked for? I can't do that, Randy. We've ta- I've, I've never agreed to You know, do I'm that still waiting you. to be paid. And beyond that, I told you about the health issue that I was having, where it was... They I never it was said I'd pay you for this podcast. And they didn't I'm not know what it was, and I went to the dermatologist and then the urologist, and they said everything turned out to be clean, but it did cost money beyond my insurance. So if I could get some money for my performing here, I would appreciate it. Okay, but I don't get money for performing here, and I've never led you to believe that that would ever be an option. Well, that'd be great, because I could use some money. Okay. Um, I hope you find money from another source, because I won't be able to give you any money. Well, we can talk about this later. This is a real issue. Um, But I do want to talk about... I had told you this many times, that I have a lot of lists, favorite movies, favorite songs, favorite people, favorite races, things like that. And 
I have a list of my favorite songs that I jotted down, and I wanted to go through it. I thought, you know, uh, that you could play a clip from the song, or if not the entire song, to give the listeners a taste of what Randy's world is like. It's kind of your chance to be a a, to- a DJ of your favorite songs. Yeah, exactly. Um, I always wanted to be a wedding DJ, but never had the money for the equipment. So this is kind of my second chance. What's your first song on the list? All right, it's got to be Heat of the Moment by Asia. backstory to this is that when I, I, I first heard this at summer camp, I went to a camp called Camp Seagull down in Arapahoe, North Carolina, and there was a sister camp, and there was a girl I liked from that girl's camp. The girl's camp was called Camp Seafarer, and I think her name was Jen or Jesse or June, whatever, and we used to slow dance at there were Saturday dances. Um, she had a hair lip. You know what a hair lip is? I'm guessing hair on her lip. No, a hair lip. You know, when, you, when, when the, it's kind of freaky, the people have a big uh, gash in, in between their, their mouth and their nose, and they have to get it stitched up. Yeah, so she had a cleft palate. Yeah, but it had been fixed, but not too well. But she was still cute. <laughs> so my first kiss was to the song. We, they were playing it, and we were listening, and I kissed her. And she later cried because I had an erection. We were, I would say, 14. She was, I don't think she was used to that at that point. Um, and then we wrote a few times after summer camp. Um, she would write letters on pink stationery, which annoyed me, and they really stunk up my room. She put perfume on them? I don't know. But I do know she's an accountant now in Virginia, um, and she's still cute, but she still has a cleft letter. Okay, so that's Heat of the Moment by Asia. That's got to be at the top. Second is, is, is one of my favorite songs from one of my favorite bands. And this song kills it. It's I Can't Dance by Genesis. The drumming on this song is absurdly great. Phil Collins. Have you heard of Phil Collins? Mm-hmm. He's you, the drummer. You talked about him. You, you had a special moment, Phil Collins, in a parking lot once. I don't know. The video for this I Can't Dance is funny as hell. Phil Collins is not just a drummer. He's also a comedian and actor, and he's hilarious. You know, he, he's really, really funny. He makes crazy, bizarre faces. Um, so he might be the funniest drummer in the world. I used to listen to this song um, when I was a kid growing up. I had seen a movie about a guy in a... Um, sensory deprivation deprivation tank and I always was fascinated by that so what I used to do is I used, I used to, I, I had my own sensory deprivation tank which was my bathtub and I fill it with water and I get it in I turn off all the lights no noise and I used to sit there and try to hallucinate you know I would have these hallucinations that I was a soldier one time mm-hmm. I was a soldier during the revolutionary times I snuck out of the camp and I slept with a woman in a small town. 
another time I was a baseball player. You know, just really, it, it works. I don't know if you've ever, have you ever done a sensory deprivation? I mean, it sounds like you just like dreamed or took a nap or had fantasies. Yeah, but anyway, um, so I did that for a while without music, and then I started blasting this song, and my, my hallucinations became a lot more vivid. And one time I held my breath for as long as possible because I was masturbating, and um, I almost passed out. And I got so scared, I jumped out, and I slipped. And that's why, I, have a, I, I think I've told you about this, maybe even shown you, I saw the scar on my knee, and that's, that's because of that. But anyway, I Can't Dance by Genesis, that reminds me of the sensory deprivation tank. All right, let's hear it. So, uh, Highway to Hell, ACDC. Have you heard of the ACDC? These guys are geniuses. There is, I don't know how familiar you are with rock and roll, or music, but there is a dude who plays for them who is a midget, and he wears uh, these funny school clothes, like he's still sure? back in school. And sometimes he'll jump on the shoulders of the guitarist and sing. That doesn't sound right. And when I, I love midgets, especially when they jump on the shoulders of people and perform. I once saw a guy down in um, New Orleans, he was a midget, and he jumped on this other guy's shoulders, and the midget was juggling while the uh, the taller than normal dude was also juggling, and it was hysterical. But anyway, this is what these guys do, um, and he's a he's a good midget guitarist. He's really good. I don't. They're not from the U.S. I think they're from Austria, but they're they're one of my favorite bands. So that's that's another one. Highway to Hell by AC/DC. listening to Randy's favorite songs as a countdown here on YOY. What song are we at now, Randy? All right, we're at now I Shot the Sheriff. Now, this is the version by Eric Clapton. This is not the horrible reggae version. I hate reggae. I hate island culture. I hate reggae. I hate the food. I hate the colors. I hate the smells. I, the accents annoy me. Everything about it stinks. So if you listen to this song, which is really cool, listen to the Eric Clapton version because the guy rocks. Um, and he also wrote a song called Cocaine, which is about cocaine. I shot the sheriff, but I swear it was in self-defense. I shot the sheriff, and they say it is a capital offense. So that's I Shot the Sheriff by Eric Clapton, not the reggae version. Whatever you do, don't listen to the reggae version. It's pathetic. 
I'm going to play just a little of it just to help people compare. Is that no, okay? No, don't, don't, don't do just that. Just a little. I'm just going to no, play a little. Don't do that. No, Andrea, please don't do that. I really don't like that song. It makes me ill. It, it, it brings back a lot of bad memories. I don't like that sort of culture. Okay, so the next song is called it's it's called The Boys of Summer and it's by Don Henley. And this song gives me chills. And there's a line that always makes me laugh and it goes out on the road today, I saw a deadhead sticker on a Cadillac. A little voice inside my head said, don't look back. You can never look back. And I thought that was hysterical at the time, and I still think it's not only hysterical, but so true. I mean, I've seen deadhead stickers on not just Cadillacs, but SUVs. Uh, you know, Lexuses and all that sort of thing. So I think that's a really f- smart line. A little backstory to Don Henley. Um, I don't know if you know about him, but he was the guitarist for one of my favorite bands, the Eagles. And he went solo and he wrote this masterpiece, not just this song, but this entire album. And I used to listen to this album during the summer. I would blast it as I was driving down uh, the street in my Grand Am. And I would check out if any Betty's were smiling as I drove by because I knew that if they if they were smiling, they also loved this song and it would bring back good memories for them. Um, like smiling at you? No, it's smiling. Um, I would just I would blast this. I would also blast uh, musicals and some other things. And it was a great way to meet women because I I don't know if I love women who um, are artistic and like music and um, are fans of music and really know about it. And if you know this song. You're a fan of music, and uh, I've met a number of Bettys this way. Um, this song, by the right. way, um, yeah. I once heard is it's "The Boys of Summer." It's the favorite song of Drew Carey, huh. and yeah, isn't that cool? Also, the, another amazing thing about this song is the beat in the song is perfect when you get a hum hum. Oh, like uh, oral sex. So, but the worst song to get a hum hum to. Is that your next song on this list? Where the Streets Have No Name by U2. We'll just hear a little of that right here. Why does that song not work for you? It's just a perfect perfect hum-hum beat. Another great song for getting a hum-hum, and sometimes women cry while they're giving it to me while they're listening to this. Not cry, but like it's a sad song. It gets them sad. And like the combination of like ecstasy and sad is perfect. Um, Everybody Hurts by R.E.M. It's a perfect hum-hum song. I can't see that. It, um, try it. Try it on your boyfriend, boyfriends, whoever they happen to be these days. Try it on them. Okay, so we I wanna, don't need. I, wanna, we, I mean, normally would, and I can't imagine ever playing this song while I give him a hum hum. No, you got. Well, listen. Here's the thing, Andrea. You have to when when you when you give a hum hum, you have to play sad songs. I really disagree. Okay, or the boys of summer. It has to have a certain beat, or it has to be really sad. Okay, so 
This will be number six, and it's a great group, really underrated band called The Fix, and they're around the 80s, uh, really underrated, and um, they had an album called Reach the Beach. Um, I mean, this band may be the most underrated in history, not counting the Red Hot Chili's Peppers, who never really get any critical respect, you know? Have you noticed that? Another favorite, well, I'll go back to The Fix in a second, okay. but an another underrated band is The Crash Test Dummies. And they had a big hit when I was in yeah. high school called Bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum. They're great. They have an amazing list of songs. Everyone knows that song, but... I know. I just think that I've been telling you this for a while. I think that they should. you should take them off your list on your online dating profile. So then um, they have another song I love called God Shuffled His Feet, which is amazing. It's about a freak boy with blue hair. Mm. Um, so crash test tummies are, but to go back to the fix, the fix broke up. I think one of them died, but I still listen to them all the time. Uh, usually, that's usually my workout, okay. perfect workout music. So check out the fix, reach the beach. You're listening to YOY, and we're going over Randy's favorite songs. And what's the next song? Okay, it's American Woman by Lenny Kravitz. This guy is a monster. He supposedly slept with over 10,000 women. And he also writes amazing kick-a songs. Perfect summer songs for, like, having a BBQ on the beach. He's just amazing. And American Woman that he wrote is really one of his best songs, and it's about a horny woman who's American. It's really simple. It's like a great crunch, you know, great crunchy chords, but it's incredibly effective. So I love the dude, Lenny Kravitz, American Woman. American Woman, get away from me. American Woman, mama, let me be. That was American Woman by Lenny Kravitz. We're going yeah. over Randy's favorite songs in the whole world. Okay. And right, uh, so, what's up next? All right, 25 to the 624 by Chicago. Oh, we're missing one. What are we missing? Uh, Fat Bottom Girls by Queen. I stopped liking that song because I thought it was a little too negative. And also, I, I'm, not, I'm, not into, um, fat, I'm not into women with, with big butts as much as I used to be. I'm now into women with um, natural, you know, full bushes. But as far as not both, no, 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 not really. Because I just, I just not into it. You know, people's tastes change, and I used to be into big, into big butts, but I've sort of outgrown that. So I took that off. But that's really the only reason I like this song. I would play that song for these big butt women. Oh, you gonna let it all hang out, fat bottom girls? You make the rocking world go round. No good. 
25 to the 624 by Chicago. I have no idea what the song means. But, like all great songs, it reminds me of a girl I once knew. And I knew this girl when I used to go to church studies. And this girl had blonde hair, brown, blonde hair and um, brownish eyebrows, which I love. Mm. You know, that look, like the, the contrasting look. It's like an Oreo cookie or something. I love that or combination. like she dyes her hair. Yeah. I find it really sexy, you know, this versus that. And, like, I love that. And she used to love this song, 25 to the 624. We used to talk about it all the time. Um, she's dead now. What happened? I don't know. I just heard she's dead. Waiting for the break of day. Searching for something to say. Passing lights against the sky. Okay, so the next song is Foreigner, I Want to Know What Love Is. Now, usually I hate any song that has a gospel choir. I mean, that that's just for me right there. It's like I don't like songs with clapping. I don't like a song with tambourine. I don't like a song with gospel choir. I'm the same way. I hate songs where there's like a children's chorus. Oh, I hate that. Worse. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but this one is good. The foreigner. I want to know what love is is good because the the gospel choir doesn't sound too black. They they sound just like real poppy. What would and be wrong with them sounding black? I Andy? just don't like that. I you know I have nothing against it. I just don't want to hear a black choir. It's just not my thing. It just reminds me. Of you know sitcoms from the '70s, like Good Times or something, they're always singing about something, and it just made me depressed. But this song, I want to know what love is. It's a really deep song, and like, what is love? You know? Yeah. Like, do do I even want to know what it is? Is it too scary? And the thing about this song is, no matter how many times I listen, have listened to it over the years, and I would say thousands, there's never an answer, which yeah. makes me want to keep listening to it. You know, because I never find out what love is. If you had to come up with an answer now for what love is, like, what would you tell me? I say a hum-hum on the beach. I, that, to me, is, is heaven. Like, if I were to die and go to heaven, I would get a hum-hum on the beach for the rest of eternity. In my life, there's been heartache and pain. I don't know if I can face it again. And now we're back with Randy's favorite songs here on YOY. What's up next? I have two more. This next song is called uh, The Trees by Rush. Um, I don't know if you've heard of this group. They, there's a drummer. Yeah, I heard of he, Rush. He writes all the words for, this, for these songs, and he's a poet. And he's a good drummer, but um, he, he, he's one of those drummers that does a lot of hitting, you know, really fast. He just never lets up. Gives me a bit of a headache. But you know, I think his strength is he writes these lyrics to these songs. Now, this song in particular, Trees, it's about how Earth is being messed up. Yeah. And how we better fix it before it's, it's too late. And this was years before all, all that BS about global warming and all this stuff. Now, what this guy is talking about is, is real nuts and bolts. He's not talking about some fantasy. He's talking about cutting down trees for lumber and 
um, how all these trees are being cut down. He even has a, um, a solo in it, a drum solo, where he plays an instrument that sounds like a tree. This is my favorite song, Hanjai, from Greece. Now, when I was a kid, I wanted to be John Travolta. He used to get all the ladies. And I thought the woman who played his girlfriend in Greece was beautiful. Yeah. I forget her name. But he he was, and he still is a cool dude. So he was he was my, in my favorite all-time movie later, Pulp Fiction. Now, this Hanjai is amazing because it always reminds me of masturbating. When my friends I and I would I don't think they have anything about, to do with each other. Well, when my friends and I would talk about Jang Off, we would always sing this song. No. And um, I think that's what it's about. That's, that's the real reason for it. Um, also, girls really love Greece. Um, because yes. when you mention any song from Greece, girls just go haywire. So, um, Hanjai yes, from Greece. Yes, simple So those those are my favorite songs, um, Andrea. And if you don't like them, and if you don't like them, listeners, you're you're an idiot because this this is rock and roll, and this is as good as it gets. Signing off. This is Randy. Thank you so much for doing with this with me, Randy. I think. But if you could wire me money, seriously, Andrea, if we could not, talk about it off the I air, I would appreciate I guess, it. I had to not. go to the urologist, the dermatologist, the neurologist, everything. Which one? Which one was it, Andy? Okay. <laughs>